0: Welcome to the magic in Daily Endurance. I'm your host, Jesse Meister. Coming to you this season from Canada. What if you could integrate the tools necessary to raise your vibration and change your life? This show will help you overcome your challenges, step into your power, and become the true badass you're meant to be. Join me as I chat with friends of mine that have dove deep into their shadow to see the light and are now ready to share their stories. This is the magic in Daily Endurance. All right, friends, this episode is full of so much fire. Samson... Chase and I, roundtable discussion on magic and the beauty of life and everything that we get to experience in this realm. We start by the Zoom call. It was absolutely amazing. I am going to figure out how to get it on YouTube. It's an hour and a half episode, hour and 37 between the three of us, and we started with some rappé. And Chase had his volcano going, so we all connected on a more spiritual level, a higher level, grounding ourselves and tapping in in order to give you the most fulfilling episode possible between the three of us. Let me know what you think. Shoot me a DM on Instagram, post down below on Spotify, on Apple, and let me know your thoughts on this episode. It was so much fun to record. It was so much fun to edit. And I cannot wait to hear how you guys uh, received this episode. Hope that you have the blessed day. And here we go.
1: And I'll get it. aho. thank you, dear Pishti Plan elemental spirit beings for joining. Are we all in body, mind, and soul? Helping every single cell in our being to simply remember that we are eternally even more happy, healthy, and whole and complete. Simply here to allow all of our energy to serve us for our highest and grandest potentiality. Because all is well in all of co-creation. And I am all that I am. I honor the left side of my nostril first. Because I am honoring the divine feminine within my beingness. Which is the opposite polarity of all that I am. And then I'm going to... Blast this ceremonial grade tree ash pipe up my nose through an alpaca bone. Thank you, dear alpaca. Thank
2: These you, dear mountains alpaca. we're carrying,
1: we can set them down and climb them. Horizon's edge.
2: Woo.
1: Oh, that's righteous. Yeah.
0: Every time. What do you got going on, Chase?
3: <laughs> I will uh, I'll let you know as soon as I pull it off hmm. the volcano right here.
2: Oh, yeah. Yes. So this
0: episode is very special today. If you haven't noticed, there's a couple extra voices here. We have the gentle giant, Chase Tullison. And we also have the water shaman, Samson. space. Man, Samson.
2: <laughs>
3: Let's go.
0: I've had both of these lovely gentlemen on my podcast already. Chase was on episode 20, and then Samson was on episode 25. As soon as I interviewed both of these guys, I was like, I got to get them on both at the same time. We've just started, and we're (laughs) already having fun, (laughs) and we just hit record. Starting off with the ceremonial.
3: Mm Hoppy.
0: We got some hoppy. Chase has got his volcano going.
3: We got a little bit of homegrown cannabis and uh, some Primal Fusions Focus herb in here. Got a, a 0.27 psilocybin, 0.27 gram psilocybin microdose on the day. And uh, also, I know Sansa, I know you saw this.
1: We got this chilling under the computer today.
2: What is that? Oh, that is
1: rat squatch. Is that Cam? Oh, is that Cam of the Wilds?
2: Oh my yes, god, yeah.
1: dude, I love that so much. We've been making some crazy, awesome, amazing, divine pieces in the astral. Oh my god. That is beautiful. We'll
3: so, he uh he made the tensor ring to go around that on intuition alone, and it fit perfectly. No
1: zero measurements. So I'm saying, yo, like our soul is coming in online more than it ever has been before like my intuition has been on point i did acid with jordan pearson in my dream we'll get back to that
3: (laughs) (laughs) we'll get back
1: to that the guy says this is and we're off to a
3: rolling start
0: and we're off to a rolling start i'm so excited about this episode i got i reached out to both of them after i interviewed samson because i was like we got to get together and we got to talk about magic because that's what this um, podcast is based off of and you both have like so many amazing stories of like tapping into that realm that I'm like oh yes let's go let's go and I love that you're that bringing up, up... what's up
1: sorry to interrupt but you want to drop into your heart
0: oh yeah let's drop into our hearts yeah I was
1: waiting I love for that.
0: <laughs> me too
1: my favorite thing to do anytime I connect with any plant spirit being or even if I'm mm-hmm. just chilling in the sunlight or the moonlight starlight All right, so just simply focusing our intention and our attention on our heart center. From there, giving ourselves three breaths where we get to breathe in, connecting our heart with the heart of Mother Earth. Breathing up through our feet, allowing all of our energy to permeate every single cell in our being. And then on that exhale, allowing all of our energy to settle into this sacred space of our heart. that second breath connecting our heart with the heart of all of creation father sky central sun the god goddess that you are in all of creation however you choose to see and say it breathe in all these energies of the sunlight and the starlight and the moonlight and the cosmos up to our crown again permeating every single cell in our being and on that exhale the inside out, allowing all of our energy to settle into the sacred space of our heart. And that third breath, we get to merge the energies of earth within our being and the energies of sky within our being. Super simple and ease. And on that exhale, allowing all energy that can be perceived, felt, or experienced from in the inside out to settle into the sacred space of our heart where we're always eternally guided, guarded, and protected beyond all measures. Oh. Hakuna Matata. What a, Matata. a wonderful
2: <laughs> I love
0: it. Okay, so I was thinking about this while I was brushing my teeth this morning.
2: <clears throat> That's
0: great, hey? Think of time. <laughs> right in the shower working out and brushing my teeth always the best and I was like I wonder if either one of you have also been within your lifetime diagnosed with like a learning disability <laughs> huh like ADHD Being... or like you know that type of
3: I'm sorry what were we talking
0: about well this is a question because I was talking about it yesterday no, and I, was... I know
3: that was my ADD ticket oh
0: tick- tick- <laughs> tick- and then, like, it was a conversation yesterday when I was doing training with the bulls. And it's like, every person that I know that is a healer or within the spiritual realm has been diagnosed with like something, right? And I'm like, oh, that's so interesting because we don't think the same, right?
3: Yeah. Is it that we were diagnosed with something and we were different, or is it that we didn't conform to the programming because we had this intuitive knowing? I mean,
1: that. from a young
3: age, I, yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, so
1: That's and accurate
3: I'll, Yeah, I, I, figured, I figured we were going to get there Sooner or later so.
0: <laughs>
3: But yeah, that's many
1: times.
0: Yeah Go
1: ahead like Labels, right? All the bullshit that's associated With labels, my goodness There's mm-hmm. good stuff too but mm-hmm. Cheese and rice
2: I mean
3: yeah. there, There's a new one out, or newish It was coined in a book in the 90s Called Highly Sensitive Person and like i i get it that it can be good to identify things right and like and and know something about yourself and like what if you're feeling the feelings that you were meant to feel and everybody else is just shut off
2: i like that
0: (laughs) i like that yeah that's a good explanation
1: and they try to give you they right the established Mainstream, oh, take this, you know, pharmaceutically petrodollared ritalin or <laughs> petrodollar.
2: Take the blue
1: pill. <laughs> I was a fiend for Adderall, right? They tried to prescribe me Adderall when I was younger, and so mm-hmm. my mom was like, Fuck yourself. Mm-hmm. And so the teachers were like, Yeah, he's he's got issues, uh, but I was just so bubbly and bioluminescent and channeling all these different we could call it past lifetimes um mm-hmm. my energy and the irony of teachers trying to or you know teachers saying hey he needs ritalin or adderall and then my mom being like fuck you and then a number of years later i'm buying scripts of adderall from my mm-hmm. homies because you know You're... just a little amphetamine to keep me going <laughs> Dude, when i was uh,
3: 16 17 <clears throat> i think 16 uh i knew which answers to answer on the eval to get adderall like like they make it so easy even as a teenager it's like well yeah this is true about me and I'm like if i want this i still get to answer yes here you know yeah. like that and that stuff i mean sam's I, i'd be really curious to hear both your takes on this kind of stuff i uh i think it was 18 or 19 and i realized that i was chain smoking cigarettes on days that I would take my Adderall like chain smoking. Wow. And uh and and that was the main reason I I kicked the Adderall. I was like, wait, I want to quit smoking cigarettes and the Adderall is a big trigger for me wanting more nicotine, so she dropped both of them.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's bingo for me. That's that's where the the nicotine dance started, but it was synthetic first. So it was like mm. e-cigs. I was ripping e-cigs for like the past 12 years. I finally kicked the synthetic vapors like a year ago when I discovered hoppe. Nice. Hop is my chakruna or bridge for that. But yeah, like Adderall cannabis whatever i could to like attach with it i was just like full sail i'm there because you get so jacked you get so blasted out and you're like no yeah. oh you want to have like a million conversations with everybody you're so like tapped in but it's just like full-on speed jet stream <laughs> yes Strange i was, mode
3: i was prescribed adderall my senior year of high school and me and a buddy went through twenty five hundred dollars in a month on cocaine
1: so that that'll, that comes with it yeah you know, i did some actual amphetamines too because you know when you lose your script to adderall you're like here just eat this shard oh. and uh that's a little more intense
2: <laughs> oh, wow
0: <clears throat> i never actually ended up on the like any of the prescriptions i did take ritalin once and all i did like a friend was selling it for like five bucks a pill to people at school right and uh, all I did the whole time that I was on it was like, my tongue was playing with the roof of my mouth for hours. And I was like, what is going on with me? <laughs> like, also a chain OCD smoker.
2: Yeah,
0: right. <laughs> like, ADHD to OCD. Like, let's go. Oh, my yep. goodness. My son was diagnosed too, though. And I was like, I'm not putting him on shit. Like, I'll give him fish oils. I will give him like anything else. There's no way I'm putting him on prescriptions, though.
3: Well, and I know what you're all about, the holistic lifestyle. And have you seen some of the data around like food coloring and ADHD? hmm mm-hmm. yeah. yeah.
0: Yeah. I yeah. didn't give them candy. Like I, like it was, what did they tell me? Red dye is like the worst one.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: I was like, oh, that's very interesting.
3: You guys want to hear something ironic about that? Uh, a nootropic I tried that I, I really liked until I looked at it. And it's a an nootropic, right? It's for focus. It had red dye in it. I don't know. Like, yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, like,
3: this is a powder to put in a drink. Why do we? Why? So. Get yeah. that
1: Kool-Aid with the red 40.
3: Oh, yeah. <laughs> gallons and gallons of that stuff during the summer. That sugar, that water sugar was so refreshing as a kid playing out in the yard.
0: Water I sugar? Which I, one? That's Kool-Aid. Oh, Kool-Aid. Yeah, we didn't have it's, that growing the, up.
3: <laughs> the amount of sugar that would go into making a pitcher of Kool-Aid. Yeah. yeah.
0: It's not like four cups or something.
3: Yeah, something like that. Like mom buying new bags of sugar every weekend because (laughs) we use it all for Kool-Aid, the amount of sugar.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh,
3: no, no. Oh, no. You cannot just come crashing through people's walls like that. That is not cool. What am I going to tell my mom? Backs out of the room.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. It's so great. Think okay. To make,
1: to make yeah, well, Jazz is yeah. like, how do I get
3: this conversation back
1: on track?
0: <laughs> ADHD, we're all kicking in.
1: They used to make them like orange little footballs. And it was after all like 15s through 30s. And they would taste yeah. sweet. And my whole thing was snorting things. Like, my goodness. what a When you were a kid? In. Oh, yeah. I was like 13, just going ham. 13 to like 20. For just snorting all of the powders that I could, crushing whatever up. Just woo!
0: Okay, so here's my question. How did you know to do that? Like, did you see it in a movie? Do you think like it was a past life thing that like came in and you just remembered it?
1: Well, I had really great examples. I'd say some of my greatest teachers. There's this idea of like, who's your greatest teacher? And it's not the people that necessarily taught you the best things. But it's mm. the people that taught you. In general, across the board, mm-hmm. so starting super young, all the people that I would like that would be working with my stepdad because he's like a jack of all trades, master of some, and so we're like doing tree trimming or like whatever, hauling wood, you know, doing fence work, you, you name it, and uh all of his helpers would usually be on some sort of opiate, cannabis, mm. or amphetamine, and mm. probably all three in synchrony sometimes. No, yeah, so like, put Here, the three together and have them work right back sober. exactly so i tried i tried morphine when i was like that was my first pill i think i tried when i was like 11 and then from there like meth when i was 13 and just the dance of medicines and these relations when we meet people are like yeah try this thing it's great and then you're like the tweaker
3: Mm. oh it's what's interesting to me on that on an energetic level like what what pulls that in how do we end up falling into that kind of stuff so early on in life
0: yeah first time i smoked a joint i was 12 and i got drunk too
3: i was taking swigs out of my parents picardi bottle when i was 13 um, and putting it back in the cabinet and first time i smoked was when i was 14 and check this out like i I got this volcano now right like i could roll a cross joint but we heard you could smoke out of foil like foil pipes right my buddy went and tried and rolled a foil <laughs> joint. And we we're just, just sitting there trying to light that.
0: Yeah. You ever do That's the potato? Kidding. Potato with the holes in it? Or the pop can? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cans, potatoes, strawberries. Strawberries? Banana, banana pipe.
0: Oh, what? banana pipe. That would taste good. Yeah. Potato but... pipes don't taste good. <laughs>
1: You got to put a bowl (laughs) in there use it as your carb.
0: I actually did that while I was living in Costa Rica because we didn't have a pipe, but I had pot. Is it pot marijuana? What are they called now? What are the cool kids calling it now?
1: I call it Santa Maria.
0: (laughs) I didn't have a pipe, but I had all this weed and I was like, I need to smoke it somehow because I have it. So I like, you know, old school, grab a potato. I got that in the fridge or was it an apple? Either way. That's funny. Okay. We're going to talk about magic. Canada,
3: they call apples, potatoes.
0: (laughs) Potato, apple, apple, apple. same thing, right?
3: All right, magic.
0: It's magic. Oh, it's all magic. Okay. So did you guys see that I was just in Costa Rica for three weeks? Uh, I ended up, I did ayahuasca the first week that I was there. Went to Envision, which was crazy. First festival ever. Uh, And then I sat with Bupo, which... Chase, I know you know. Oh. And then, yeah, you both know about Bufo? Obviously.
1: I haven't done Bufo, but Aya. Madre, I have not tapped him yet. But DMT, oh. I did it even in my dream. Inception.
0: Oh, buddy. I'm like, that was definitely the most transformational thing that I've done thus far. Which one? Bufo. The
3: whole, yeah. Yeah. So I've yet to experience Aya and after experiencing five, I'm like, I mean, do, do I really? So I want to, I put a pin in this, the gold, the the golden thing with any good rant and tangents to come back to it. And I want to explain like Aya and five MEO, I had been feeling called for a while. I watched like psychedelica on Gaia and I was like, getting real down the rabbit hole. I'm like, I, I want to go to Aya. <clears throat> And I end up at uh, this place that we'll call a lake house. And uh, and it was with some really good people. And uh, the opportunity in and around that trip through other connections and whatnot came up to do five. And uh, I did. And I thought it was really, really, really interesting that I had been wanting to go do AYA. And then five found its way into my life. And after doing five MEO, the first time I was like, why? Like, yes, I still want to go do IR. And I'm like that check that box for me for now.
0: Well, it's faster away. though, right? Like what I was told is that like the five MEO is like, you can do all the work and then you're going to make dinner, you know, like it's versus
3: businessman's trip. <laughs> Anytime you smoke DMT, whether, it whether it's, you know five meo bufo or, or nndmt it's the businessman's trip and i i wonder if cuz did i tell you that or did you hear that from someone else because i the first time i smoked nndmt i was making dinner 30 minutes later so what you said says is that. exactly right everyone yeah.
0: says that that i've talked to that's done it they're like literally you can like do it in the morning and go pick up your kids or bring them to lunch, bring them lunch whatever and then like you're making dinner I'm like what <laughs>
3: So what was it what uh, what was that?
1: Was it a mix? Like did you or was it just straight, straight crystal, crystalline, and or dmt? For did who? you like mix cannabis or anything? Oh, for who? You me?
3: Uh I've done both. So I've done NN DMT mixed with cannabis. Uh because if you sandwich it in a like a water pipe, so here's the thing with DMT, like it's really hard to take that last hit, right? Because by the time you get enough smoke to take the last hit, like you're unable to grab the pipe. So like getting that breakthrough, there's a special dance and it helps to have somebody feeding you. That being said, if you have a water pipe, like a double chamber bong, it's about 12 inches tall and you sandwich a whole lot of DMT between some cannabis. Mm -hmm. Well, then you can light the one. You don't want to put flame right on NN DMT. Two, you can light it. You light the cannabis, the cherry lights the NN. It still burns at the correct temperature. And then you can just Roll your water pipe super, super, super full, and then
1: blast off. Wow. That's fire. Yeah. I did mine in yeah. the in the volcano the first time. Like I was like wanting DMT, like big time. And then my buddy's like, here, I got some for you. It's like, I got some bud that's laced with it. And here's some crystal. And I was like, oh, cool. He's my boss too, which is great. Um <laughs> boss realms. And I legit hit it in the volcano packed it with some other sacred herbs this like chanupa mix which is like traditional mm. lakota um, it's from grandfather spirit.com yeah. uh, they got some good herbs on there and uh, so yeah it's like bearberry, berry osha root like all kinds of delicious amazing turtle island north american herbs and then i mixed a little bit of local homegrown cannabis in there too and just mm. a little bit of the crystal on there holy cannolis a legit interdimensional yeah. alien just came and looked at me face to face. I don't think I did enough. So I was like standing on the edge of these mm-hmm. realms. Just like kind of poking my head in and out like, Whoa, what's up? Wizard of Oz, Emerald city. Dude. Uh, cannabis and and DMT.
3: Because then the, the, the back half thick that, that cannabis buzz is extra enhanced. Mm-hmm. It's like this super happy, super blissful. Um, <clears throat> talking about other realms i smoked down and, and i like right there too like another hit it would have been blast off not really this time though and uh i'm i'm sitting on uh <laughs> we snuck upstairs to do it during christmas at my parents house yeah, <laughs> sneaking, up, sneaking upstairs to smoke at like 30 some odd years old <laughs> so sitting on my uh brother's uh balcony for his old bedroom and Looking over the pool deck at my parents' house and I could see this, like my parents' house, is a place people go to gather and be merry and, and enjoy company. I could see this table, like light dimension table and a bunch of like light beings around it gathering and being happy. Mm-hmm. Like layered, like I was seeing two dimensions at once and it was layered right on top of the pool deck, right? like Perfect. so as long as we're talking about magic
0: well yeah and then I'm thinking intention when you're going into this stuff like are you are you making sure that you have an intention like what what do you guys where you at with that
3: I've done both Mm -hmm. So like there's been times where I'm like I have something to look at I know there's something tinkered around in my subconscious actually uh, almost six months in the fatherhood now there's I'm feeling a call to grab some and then I have in my kit right here actually um and uh and uh go ask myself some questions because like yeah i know the work um and talking about being a businessman's trip it can also be the the parents meditation because i'm sure with like 90 minutes to two hours of meditation i could get the answers i would in 20 minutes of dmt
2: mm-hmm.
1: yeah yeah dream what's that i was like that's super streamlined you know just tap just tapped into the energies that co-create worlds. You're like, oh, wait a second. What time is it? Oh, it's my time. That's right. Get <laughs> like 30 years and downloads in like five minutes. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. So
3: I'm curious. What uh, what do you bring back from Costa Rica and lessons, and what which came from which, and how are you combining the two?
0: Oh, I'm really glad that I went back, honestly, because. A lot has happened since I came home. I lived there for seven months, and then um, coming home, it was like the hero's journey, right? Like, how much have you learned? How much have you healed? Who are you now? Um, so I'm glad I I got to go back to experience that version of me, because then, like, sitting with Aya again and doing the bufo was just like this big reminder of like how much work I have done, like internal work, and the bufo. Like it was wild the messages that came through and I have never been more sure of what I am supposed to be doing on this planet, especially with like in that method. We're all level two, well, Chase is level three, um, but in lifted coaches and what I see within my realm is using that within the plant medicine realm, to help people get out of their victim mentality and all those stories that they tell themselves before going to sit with anything like helping guide them right and i'm like oh my god this is something that is definitely missing and also having that support after because like you go and you do the work and you sit with the medicine all this shit comes through and it's like hey, go go back into the world you're like what you, you just want me to go back I'm- and
2: live my life <laughs>
3: I love what you're saying there because like I've, I've said for a while now that uh, it is the, the enlifted method is the best integration tool out there.
0: hundred percent chills. And Ooh, there it is.
3: <laughs> <laughs> We're tapped in. And what you're saying about uh, beforehand, like hundred percent, I, I had yet to like put the two together and think like, that would be a great practice to integrate into mm-hmm. ceremony. And like for anybody going through, they do that. Yeah. Uh, and I've had that thought that like the enlifted method. Whether it's meditation, journaling, plant medicine, uh, it, it opens you up to uh, a better channel.
0: Yeah. And working on those stories before you go and sit, because then, mm-hmm. like, I'm glad that I've done the work and I was doing the work before I went and sat with plant medicine, but then I found lifted. And more came up and more stories came out. And then I could actually sit with this medicine and find out the exact pinpoint. Like when I sat with Aya, it was like, why do I think that I'm not worthy? Was my question going into it to get paid what I believe I deserve to be paid for this. And what she told me, and I was like, oh my God, I totally forgot about this. I had a chipped tooth from the time that I was 10 till I was 19. My mom wouldn't pay to get it fixed because she said it was too expensive. So my mind is like, I'm not worthy to be paid for. And I got made fun of like for nine years, right? So I'm like, of course, that's what it was. Like, and I had to go sit with a plant medicine to figure that out. And I'm like, okay, now that I know the problem, I know the story. Now I get to four step it and fucking leave it behind.
1: Hollow it's bone.
3: <laughs> Transformational.
0: Yeah. And then Bufo is like, here's what you're supposed to be doing. And I was like, (laughs) and I'm back. Let's go. I'm ready to like figure out how to work uh, Costa Rica and here, like working with the medicines of the land. And if you want to sit with the plant medicine, cool. If you don't also cool. Right. Like you Mm -hmm. don't have to, but that's like the coaching plan that I'm like, oh yeah, let's, let's fucking go.
3: (laughs) You know, I've seen a lot of people that like, uh, are less than called to plant medicine and then they get into this work and like, Oh wait, I want to go do plant medicine. Yeah. And I'm curious if that's because of what you're talking about, because their subconscious now goes or their higher self says, Oh wait, it's safe. Now Mm. we have the tools to do this.
0: Yeah. Versus like we using it recreationally as like a party drug.
3: Yeah, and they're scared of what could come up. Mm-hmm. So now their higher self knows with the Unlifted method, you have the tools to mm-hmm. see what comes up and address it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
3: peeling away those layers. Yeah.
0: I, the infinity onion. What was what came up during the ayahuasca ceremony too? It's like it's never ending. Like yes, love yourself and accept yourself, but it's like, and there's another layer, and there's another layer. I'm just like, whoa
3: or you referenced the hero's journey, right? Like it's always cyclical the way i like to see that though is like those spirals are going like this from one that's a climbing cyclical hero's journey each Mm -hmm. one spits you out a little higher than last
2: Mm
0: -hmm. yeah orbit Orbit.
1: (laughs) orb yeah speaking of which
0: when i'm allowed to come to the states i'm coming to get some of those samson still not allowed
1: I heard, about, I heard about Vilca too. I wonder, have you guys ever heard of Vilca? It's like similar to Bufo, but like no. our ancestors, especially in like South American areas where this spe- specific flower, you like get the pollen of this specific flower and then they would mix it with Hoppe. I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. I think they call it like Changa or something. Oh yeah. Blast that one. Knows. And it's just like full sail.
0: Yeah. I've heard that one's really transformational too. <clears throat> that's my next i'm like now that i've done bufo i want to try that one too and blue lotus why
3: is it that you guys think that uh you know just you're talking about doing the uh, uh that's what happens when you get three people on your show you start getting asked questions <laughs> great. Uh, you, you talk about doing the work beforehand and then and then finding the lifted method why is it that you guys think that the enlifted method is more transformational than some of the other work out there and in my opinion, a lot, a decent amount of the other work, but then we'll say some of the other work.
0: Ooh, this is a great question for all of us because we're all in mm-hmm. Um yeah. <clears throat> Samson, do you want to go first?
1: Yeah, I'll hit it. So I feel like everything is a story, right? And especially we can get caught in these pattern loops, right? And it's just ripe waiting for an interruption. You know, it's like walking up to the apple tree and that apple's just like, hanging and it's it's about to fall but you know it's ready it's the sh- the sun is shining off of it it's just shimmering and your soul's like grab that apple and you like grab the apple off the tree and it does, you don't even have to pull it off it just whoop, just falls into your hand mm. i feel like that's what the unlifted four-step story work is <laughs> being able to just ah oh, and then you can take a bite of it you could turn it into a pipe you could bake an apple pie <laughs> i mean <laughs> <a> <laughs> In summary, <laughs> that, oh,
0: it was great. Um, I think it's because Mark is like, <clears throat> Mark's amazing with like, no bullshit, right? Like you're living in a victim mentality. And once you are in that container, you're like, fuck, I totally did that. Like, I totally have that story. And I totally have been blaming everybody else, but you act like you're given the tools to look at you. What is my responsibility in this? I am creating my own reality. I am the one who has the pen with the squiggles and the lines, and I am making all of these excuses like, which way do you want your life to go? So it gives you this beautiful mirror of taking responsibility of your own life and it's a beautiful, beautiful tool. And changing the story too, if you want, right? Within the story work. Mm-hmm. So yeah, like finding it and then going to sit with the plant medicine of being like, okay, like this is all me. This is not nobody else. This is just me. You're my own reality. What about you, Chase?
3: Mm. I've, I mean- I've had past live sessions, I've done you know, I, I've done a lot of other work, right? And I, I've I've leaned into other healing modalities. So I've dove down the magic.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: And while some of it out there, like I still I still attempt to wrap my head around. I was sitting here with my notebook. I, I have like three pages of what might be the start of a book on metaphysics out, right? Um and the lifted method in practice is so practical that I, I I feel like it's it's a bigger it's an easier lever to pull mm-hmm. than some of the other work.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Integration, you know that integral yeah. relation skills, and then I don't know for y'all how it's how it's been, but for me, like even when I see words like everywhere, even advertisements, oh. My <laughs> system goes on 10 and I literally change the words within my consciousness as I see them it's like oh you have to buy this thing or are you you are this way and I'm just like zoo, 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 zoo. oh yes I am divine
2: <laughs> yeah
3: yeah <laughs> and getting to those translations is important and otherwise you quickly get sucked down the rabbit hole like seeing the stuff and be like oh and I'll say I I, I can sometimes get sucked on oh look all this language is just meant to hook people into materialism and Mm. after Mm -hmm. things that they don't really need and their soul is screaming out meanwhile this whole ride in this in this plane he's like what the hell can you listen to me for a little bit um i went you know whether i was serious or just uh trying to get uh what the heck out of sarah who knows i told her uh yesterday i think talking about materialism and greed and trying to pull one over on our soul, that Santa is an anagram for Satan and that all his little elves are just his minions hooking kids into materialism and greed. Mm Oh, shit.
0: Mm -hmm. I love it. So you're never going to tell your kids Santa is not real? You're just going to screw the whole Santa thing?
3: Yeah, well, uh, we'll see. I got (laughs) a few years.
0: Kids, apparently you're having another one. I am. I don't know. I just said kids. So, yeah. I guess.
3: Oh. <laughs> um, maybe, yeah. Thanks. Thanks for casting that spell.
0: Sorry. <laughs> said here first. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, that's as magic as it can get, you know, is being like full on, oh, I take full responsibility for all my co creations. Yeah. Holy cannolis.
0: Yeah. Okay, and Samson. I... Oh, go ahead.
3: Oh, <laughs> It, it can uh neutrality right when when we're for me when i realized that responsibility over all my co-creations well now we're getting closer and closer and at times being able to practice uh neut- neutrality
2: mm-hmm.
3: because yeah. okay why is any of that going to uh offend me or get to me or make me angry well it's all just a co-creation of myself mm-hmm. non-dualism hmm mm-hmm.
2: exactly
0: yeah okay samson before we hopped on before chase hopped on you were talking about some of the wild stories you have that i was like wait till we hit record i have a feeling it might be about magic and different realms
1: it's definitely about magic and the realms and like just as much as i am a deep fan and participant and that i think our participation is requested in every mm. single moment because it's our experience it's our co-creation mm-hmm. and uh, i recently took a nice little fast from santa maria cannabis mm. i uh, i went 23 days um I, I like took i was like all right we're taking a break mama and uh, the the goddess of cannabis uh, i stopped on the second of march and i took three dabs last night of like the bombest water hash in the land shout out um shout out the organic garden dog what a wizard um so it's organic water hash was what i dived back into
2: mm. and
1: took three dabs and straight overdosed but what what happened was or dosed, there we go um my dance Ooh. between not being on substances negation acknowledged and accepted and included and transcended and then just being in my own substance like i feel like reality just inherently is a profound psychedelic mm. and the biggest takeaways um i lasted like a week without nicotine happe and i was like oh shit's getting crazy i'm i'm grounding some of this cuz i feel like it's a bridge for me and i i like connect with all of the plant elemental spirit beings as like homies or like friends it's like yo come on let's go for a cruise and like hop in, hop in my whip, let's go tour the mountains or whatever, go for an adventure. And from not being on them, holy crap, especially cannabis, I've just been like a raging dick. Like all of my shadow has been coming out, mm. and like just, just unleashing the fire infernos that are inside of me. And then I like check myself after I'm like, whoa, that was a little much and then but they would come up so i'd honor them be grateful for it and tell the people that i blew up on listen i'm sorry i love you because normally i'm bubbly and happy Mm -hmm. around the world just like dropping love bombs everywhere and the opposite polarity of that is like quantum demonic hellfire and brimstone (laughs) and even that's divine too but i've found like the dreams have been the biggest thing ever. I know that like, because I had been smoking for like the last 13 years, every single day, and like lots and lots from edibles mm. to herbs, dry herbs to concentrate and concentrates are my favorite, like especially a water hash. Like, mm. oh my gosh, this, this sour papaya that I connect with last night, sour diesel mixed with papaya. Holy shit. And it's living soil and organics. So That's mm, the whole thing. Yeah man um dreams have been wild so like apparently when you we all dream but especially when you connect with cannabis my idea of it is you like forget your dreams faster or you're not able to like really anchor them in mm-hmm. and so like i said the dreams have been just absolutely out of this world felt like dmt trips within my dreams like i said i did dmt within my dream and then like went into inception realms for one Um, like I said, did acid with Jordan Peterson. Drop some L with Jordan Peterson. He's cruising around like a lowrider Volkswagen band. (laughs) Band. I'm like, what is up, subconscious?
2: You know what I
3: mean.
1: (laughs) And so yeah, the the big thing is dreams and tapping into the magic of dreams. I think I heard Jared Picard say this on a podcast recently, where he's like, dreams are our organic AI. Mm. wow that's a new
3: one
0: i like yeah. that reference a lot because it's like it's your subconscious is being have you ever asked yourself something like i want to know the answer to this scenario show me if you can and then like that's what you dream about
1: totally I yeah know. and it might take it might take a week it might take a week day it might take a year but then i all wish you like
0: mine don't mine happened that night
3: <laughs> i uh <laughs> Did I share my dream story last time I was on with the what
0: uh, with the what?
3: It was uh, two true. days after I started my uh Iowa, the b copy microdose so one of the vines of Iowa.
0: I was telling uh, Samson about copying. that possibly. Yeah. But you can say it again.
3: I love this. Do you talk, talk about dreams? Uh, um I started the microdose. It got there. Got to my house on Friday, started Friday, Saturday and this was Sunday night. And I had this dream where this feminine essence came to me and essentially it, it felt like ceremony and she's like, okay, now pick a spirit number. I was like, two, 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 no, wait, three, four, four, three. And then we get transferred like into this, like the dream melds into this gym. Right. And I'm like in this group of like new people being onboarded, like just making sense of it, how I needed to see it. Right. Or how, how it made the best sense for, for myself to see it. And, uh, I get handed a lock and it's my lock for the locker in the gym. And the combo was two, 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 two. So I wake up the next day, I rise and I start my day. And there have been this, this rift with a, an old friend of mine who, um, uh, just, uh, he took himself out of the Snapchat group, took himself out of Instagram, blocked me on Instagram, blocked me. Out. So yeah, you know, I, I was like, I'm going to reach out to him. And I sent him a text. I realized I was blocked, so I sent him a, uh, an email. It's just a simple, like, hey, man, um, all love to you and the wife. If you ever want to have a talk, I'm here. I look up what 3443 means. Generous love. Like, okay, that's that's cool. That one's got me. I'm like, all right, that's interesting. But still, like, you could, you could start to explain that away a little bit, maybe if you really tried the next day. My buddy, who also knew about all this, texted me and said, Hey, do you did you hear back from him? It's like, hold up, let me check. That's a noisy email inbox. So I search this individual's name. Samson, you want to guess what date the last email I had received from him was? Two two two
1: two. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Connections, baby. We get to map our meaning.
2: What? Right.
0: And I still don't know what that uh that plant is. And uh would like to order some here in Canada.
3: Um, I'll get in touch with, with Soulvine, and I mean if they ship to Canada, then I have a discount code for you. So
0: I am is in that Sananga. No, Sananga's yeah. in your eyes. <laughs>
1: What's the name of the other one? I know it's like a tincture, right? And you like drop a couple drops.
3: Yeah, a sublingual. Um it's uh B Capier, banasteri It's the the other vine of ayahuasca. You mm. know what? I'm sitting here at a computer and there's it's the inhibitor,
1: right? So like Yeah, it's it, the it, MAOI. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, that stuff's probably amazing. That, I, I tap into that with the hobby because I know there's a little bit of that. Mm. Yeah, I'm pretty sure.
3: Uh a banis, banis banisteriopsis cappi.
1: Okay. I love the vine.
3: Yeah.
0: I feel like they grow that in Costa Rica.
3: Oh, yeah, sure. I mean, <clears throat> I'm sure. Um, you know, it's not the psychedelic DMT providing yeah. vine, yeah. and it is from what I've heard, it's what one of the, what more of uh what some consider more of uh Mother Aya to be in. Mm. the essence is more in that vine and then the other the DMTA helps you connect with it
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah Yeah, that's my goal like when i do start doing this like i'm already in the process like i'm taking the schooling i've applied to go to guatemala to learn about psilocybin more um cross your fingers december i'm going to guatemala (laughs) yeah you are Um, But my goal is to connect like if we're in Canada, we're dealing with psilocybin and cannabis. If we're in Costa Rica, then we're dealing with San Pedro, Ayahuasca, Cambo, Bufo, all that stuff. So wherever the medicine is, wherever the animals are, wherever it's grown, it's living. That's where we're doing the medicine. So that is like, I'm telling it to the world. This is my vision. And like, it's go time. I'm so excited about it.
3: That's so cool. You know, I, for a long, for a while, um, you know, because there's ways to do Aya in the States. I'm like, yeah, just, just, even if there is somebody qualified who like moved up here, like it just doesn't mm-hmm. feel right. And what you just said there really, like where it's grown, where its essence
1: is. Oh, there's the bit, chills yeah. again,
0: Chase.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's big. But, it's like connecting with your local environment, you know, like this idea of like a soul wander where you don't really need yeah. Any medicine. It's yeah. Like, and you just go out into a place in nature, whether it's your local park or whatever it is, and connect with an element.
2: Mm-hmm. And then
1: from there, you're building these connections, these neural path- pathway. You know, shout out our Raz, to so where we can just.
3: Mm-hmm. But yeah, same
1: thing for me. Like I've been like, all right, I'm open for it. I've heard a couple ceremonies come out, even like San Pedro ceremonies, and these medicines just come to me. And I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, cool. I love to connect, especially by myself. There's something about like being by yourself,
2: and mm-hmm. really like
1: enjoying. You know, like a typical shaman will ask, "When did you stop uh, enjoying being alone with yourself? When did you stop singing? Mm-hmm. When did you stop dancing? When did you stop marveling at the magic and the mystery of every single moment that is now?" Mm-hmm. And so I'm like, I'm open for it. I heard, I heard one came up. Like, I don't know. Have you guys heard of Hamilton Souther? Mm-hmm. Through, through, uh, he's this. I think his blue morpho down there in the yeah. South Americans. And so this one guy who's connected to that guy who got taught by him it might be potentially opening up in May. We'll see. But if it when it does, y'all are invited, they'll send you in. But I'm doing the trial run, I think, at the end of May. But if it wow. opens up, great. And that's the cool thing too, you know, being connected, especially to our heart and all that we are and all that we have been, and also not being attached. Mm-hmm. Like we can't if we want to be, but the yeah. detach, attach, detach, attach. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that was the biggest lesson the Vipassana that I did too in uh January. Did you know that I did that, Chase?
3: <laughs> I, I do now.
0: <laughs> do now. Mm-hmm. Um such a powerful meditation, right? And that's like the main message that they want to put through is like, don't be attached to anything because nothing is permanent. Everything changes, everything shifts. Like it doesn't matter what you're doing, where you are your body isn't paying because you're sitting there for 10 hours a day for 10 days straight, guess what? You're going to get up at the end of the day and you're going to go to bed and it's not going to hurt anymore. So, so why are you worrying about it and focusing on it? Just give it attention and then pass through. I
1: think that's the greatest magic, right? right? Our ability are like literally flow. because sometimes I can get caught in these, right. you know, programs, standing in a river, trying to push the river back. No life. All right. No, no, no.
3: You guys keep saying things that I like. Y'all mind if I read this real quick?
2: Okay. Bless us with your spells.
3: So to to Samson's, I, I really resonated with what you're saying about uh, cannabis. and like t- taking the fast. I think I went three months when Teddy was born. Um, you know, maybe more. Uh, now I'm back to like once a week ish. Uh, maybe once, once a week to once every other week, depending. Right. Um, love that. And this was two bags, headphones. And like, I've been feeling this a Friday night, Sarah went up to bed. I took the volcano in the basement and I've been feeling called since like Wednesday to do some writing. I, I had zero idea what something in t- inside me or, or something around was telling me to pick up a pen and put it on some paper and let it start moving. Yeah. So this is what came out. And bear with me because my own handwriting is fun to read.
0: (laughs) Glad you're reading it.
3: (laughs) So here's the thing. There's this flow of energy, a subcurrent, if you will. It wants to flow through each observation point evenly, and we are the observation points. We've been trying to put a name on this force for eons. Ra, Odin, Zeus, Jupiter, God, Allah, some call it the universe. From a young age, attending a Christian church, I had the thought that the chances of one dogmatic religion's book being the right one was slim to none. Did I think there wasn't a God? I wondered and mostly knew that the idea of there not being a higher power whether interdimensional, deity, extraterrestrial, from within, seemed unlikely. What if all the myth throughout time was trying to describe the same thing? I used to think as much, and I've come to contemplate the, and ask the question, what force would be capable of even creating the idea of these entities or the events attributed to them? I've become quite certain that what is attributed to God's entities and even the universe as being much more etheric than most imagine this flow of energy is unnamed and yet where's anyone's name who will have it you see when i say that we are observation points this energy has a preference on which way each observation point moves said in another way each participant only has this flow fully available when they let it come yet both of the yet both of the above are inaccurate as there is neither the capacity for this force to have a preference or be a participant. Some would call this flow and intuition, and I would posit that it is only notices intuition and actually much bigger. Intuition implies this force as inside of us, and while some of it may be, feel it's wildly inaccurate. This force, or some would say field, is all around us, weaving the fabric of our existence. The fun part is that when, as an observation point, you learn to listen to and follow the flow of the force, the experience of said field becomes much more intense and life becomes yours for the making. Mm. Before we go any further, my whole theory is written in full awareness that he who speaks the Tao does not know it. And he who knows the Tao does not speak. It is 100% true and applies to what we're speaking of. Some may even recognize some of this as uh, learning from Taoist tendencies. Well, I used to think that this spoke to uh, know it and don't need to prove it because you're comfortable in knowing it. I now know it speaks to a knowing it and knowing there's no way you can prove it because there are no words to describe it. And that's the difficult part about writing about this. There are no words to describe this flow of energy, yet if you've felt it, you know exactly what I'm talking about because it makes sense. You feel it with your senses. I fought this energy for a while. Or was that exactly what the energy wanted for me to end up where I am? It's the paradox because to write about it implies that there are any parts of it separate from ourselves. What exactly creates this illusion of separate from the pieces from each other? Why? It's the illusion of time. Our shared hours together are the only way any perception of experience would happen. It is our time to spend hours together. Time, you see, is the river through which this force flows and also the force that flows through the river except for time isn't a one directional river. While the immediate experience may be rooted in a moment in quotes in time, we can also influence the timeline both forward and backward. Yeah, sometimes I overlogic it and think I, I sound crazy too. Here's the thing though, that overlogic is like trying to steer a river that's steering you. You're going to end up finding every rock running aground and capsizing this river if you try to think your way through it. Some call this force consciousness itself, and I still feel we can ask the question, conscious of what? Itself? Maybe. But this force, while observing, is not conscious of itself or of the events. This is all great, and I could go on for the whole book about this force, or we could dig into the best practices I've found to stay in harmony with
1: the field. Woo! Oh my goodness. Intuition going into action. Bro, mm-hmm. what rose up in me just like I was just marinating in that. Thank you. Mm. Bless your soul. Try not to cry. From my heart, from my heart to y'all's heart. It's a, holy cannolis. Um, it's actually the vision that I got last night, which is really trippy because I was like, you know, overdosed or comatose on like a thousand milligrams of just high quality water hash or rosin. And I'm laying in my bed just like not knowing if I'm gonna chunk it and throw up or just keep breathing so i kept breathing because i noticed the my breathing patterns when i connected back i mean you know take three dabs right away you're going straight to the moon <laughs> or the sun or the stars or and uh, <laughs> exactly the interplanetary i am the ufo <laughs> i'm sitting like My breathing patterns, I would notice I would stop breathing. I'm like, what is going on here? Like breathe into it. So again, doing the breathing in through the nose. And then I've been humming a lot. So apparently when you breathe in through your nose and then hum on the exhale, you increase nitric oxide in your Mm. body, which is like super gas. Talk about magic. It's a magical gas that we inherently are blessed to uh, have the chemical cocktails that is our inner pharmacy. And so I'm sitting in my vision in myself laying down and it's like this massive screen and I'm sitting like the comfiest chair ever. I call it my heart chair. It's probably what it feels like right now. Um, Soft talk acknowledged. And it's just a screen of all of the different lifetimes, all of the different experiences and choices that I'm able to make in each now moment. And each choice that I make is an alternate timeline reality. Thanks, CERN. And, and like being able to, like, okay, I would get sucked into one and I would like go down this massive rabbit hole. And I'm like, wait a second, I already experienced this. Like, I can just transcend, include, and zoop, back to the chair. And I was like, oh, cool. So it's whatever I want to experience. And so if somebody's like, hey, you know, you were this way. And I'm like, that's valid. Thank you for your consideration. I choose to create my reality and shift the timeline.
3: Dude. You said you keep on like, like when you said river and you were talking about being the mm. river, and like and that's what pulled my because there have been a couple other things that pinged my consciousness to this in this conversation, and then just now when you're talking about that having choices mm-hmm. and uh rabbit holes, yeah. Oh, you know, I, I had a dream that still sticks with me, right? And Which one, Chase? I was in <laughs> I was in these rabbit holes, literally. And they, they would get deeper and the turns would get tighter and the tunnels would get smaller. And there were people following me. And every time I turned, it was like the turns got more blind and more blind. Like you just got to go without seeing where you're going. And people would stop following me. And after the, la- at the last one where you like, I'm sitting, it goes straight down. I can't see what's below it. The last person doesn't come through with me. Now here's the thing. On the other side of that last turn, I drop out below everything and there's this dome with different rabbit holes in it because it was my choice which one to climb back into Mm. Uh,
2: yes (laughs) the dream realm
1: us
0: one more time Samson
1: Our experience is experiencing us. That's a little bit about it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And vice versa. I always flip things around. Life is a, and time is a wheel of fortune. We Mm -hmm. can spin it to have a positive outcome or we can spin it to have a quote unquote negative outcome. But Mm -hmm. the way I heard about this recently was like water is the actual accurate tree of life in the quote unquote garden of Eden that is our consciousness. And depending on the level of our hydration or dehydration, are basically water—the molecule H2O, two hydrogens, one oxygen. Hydrogen is an antioxidant, a life-integrating, life-giving force, and oxygen is a disintegration, life. Call it destroying, or mm-hmm. you know, taking out the old to you know, stagnate and regenerate. And it's like okay, and the balance of the waters in our local reality is what is keeping this equilibrium or balance, because you know we're like water beings. Ninety-nine percent of our cell is like water, and then depending on our hydration level, sixty to eighty
3: percent. Why do we think beaches are just naturally a destination point? Mm. You know, people are drawn Hot to it. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I lived by the ocean, but for seven months though, and I couldn't wait to get back to the mountains. I could wait, but.
1: <laughs> the hills have skills, you know, like they say the guru goes up to the mountaintop or, you know, the enlightened mm-hmm. being goes up to the mountaintop and the yeah. knowledge becomes such a a density force that they get to come back down to the civilization or the bee colony because no bee can make honey alone and share <laughs> Share our experience. Like heard about recently, like if you're not sharing your experiences, then you're just being greedy.
0: Ooh, that one's good. I do like the duality though. Like the mountains, there's, I swear to God, there's a portal, Canmore, Banff, like there's something there. Um,
1: Vortex.
0: Oh yeah, for sure. And then Samara as well. Um, Like Samara means protected by God and that's where I lived for six months. So it makes sense of like, wanting to be Mm. in both places because it's like i love the mountains because they're so strong they're so beautiful and like nature created those uh and then you go to the ocean and it's like it's the rebirth it's the cleansing like getting in that salt water and just like letting the ocean rush over you and just like release all of that shit that's no longer serving you and then it's like okay i can make this work i'm gonna make it work because the duality of both realities is like it's so good.
1: Have you all heard of the, Have you heard of the medicine wheel?
2: Sure yeah. you all
1: have heard of the medicine wheel? Right.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So, in traditional, um, what is that? Indigenous or native beings of Turtle Island. There's the medicine wheel, and it's the four directions. Mm. And the the wild part is, is talk about stories and like, you know, t- passed down through the generations. I met this one of one of my light beings that I deliver to and he, he's a hayoka which basically means like shadow light guide like those exorcisms like helps bring people's soul back and soul fragments and similar work that I do and i think we all do it just with our presence i think our presence is the greatest gift ever especially mm. we can just like be at ease and grace with all that we are it's like yeah i am all that i am ah i can smile i can be joyful and make every any moment like that and uh the this idea of like the medicine wheel oh it's just this one way and they've just been like just you know caught in this cycle well technically the greatest medicine wheel is the one that you get to make and Ooh. i think our life is yeah. the medicine wheel and so there's this idea about like you said you're feeling called to go to the sea and then go to the you know the mountains the polarities um there's there's this way to where we can tap into every single elemental area the desert the sea the mountains and the forest. Mm. And if we're able to like guide ourselves through this and get ourselves at least to these four places once a year, whenever we can, even just astrally, you know, daily, just go visit. If you see that place, you see a picture of it. Imagine you're standing there and like, you're there. Like, mm-hmm. Hello, quantum entanglement. And uh, so that's like really the dance is creating your own sacred medicine wheel and honoring the four directions within yourself as like a compass. mhm pretty rad magical af
0: this reality oh. is magic reality is magic thank you kim casting
3: <laughs> it so is um i'm i'm actually gonna take my credit for that
0: you're you said that
3: actually for what i flipped it to
0: oh you magic, Okay.
3: which because magic is you no know, reality is magic yeah that was me that um, was you because we yeah because we were on a uh an something was going on uh i think i think that one was when i was in the zoom chat It was like magic is real yeah reality is magic Yeah. i literally wrote and, it down and, like and,
0: as soon as you said it i was like i, I, love I
3: remember kim sending me magic is real one time and i was like eh, reality is magic yes
0: yeah i flipped it in my <laughs> head i was like i knew it was a conversation with you and kim but i didn't remember yeah. who said it <laughs>
3: like oh no i i'm i'm glad it's being used either way i just figure as long as i'm here i'm
0: Sticky note Chase on my soccer. manifestation wall. It's like reality Let's is go. magic.
2: <laughs> yes. Okay,
0: um, your, how do I? I'm sure there's a lot of experiences that you guys have had with the spiritual realm and all of like the magic that is. What is? uh chase let's get you to go first what is your favorite most like potent story experience that you've had tapping into this magic reality if you want to call it reality is yeah hmm,
3: that's another 90 minute conversation um (laughs) one of them i I, i'm gonna do a quick share on a couple one of them is uh the, the night that sparked the search for me, I believe, because, uh, you know, Samson's talking about going in circles and the medicine. Wheel. We only talked about hero's journey earlier. Uh, I sit out back with my buddy and there have been a bunch of synchronicities. I think I've told both of you about this night on LSD where I slapped a leaf on a tree. Car alarm went off to a mile away at two 30 AM, you know, the bunch of weird stuff going on, man. It's cool. Cause it's like, it's all different. Cause we're walking past different stuff, but like we all, we put it all here. And then right away, a rabbit runs right across the sidewalk in front of us. And, <clears throat> We were going back and forth with each other. Man, life's just a big circle, this and that. It's a bunch of circles. And then I sat back and I got the download of downloads. And then I sat up and my phone vibrated and it was taken back out of my head because it's like, oh, you can have that, but you can't like actually have that yet. And uh, that was one of them. Five um, MEO DMT melting into and becoming a rainbow melting into into and becoming a rainbow river of source consciousness uh was a thing like I, i'm still about 75 percent sure that i came out of that in a different reality mm-hmm. um, and then all that aside to provide one without psychedelics when i was working with uh the intuitive that i worked with you know because i got the past lives reading from her and then uh, well, shit, if my soul did that, and I'm if I'm feeling this, past lives reading this much, like let's work one on one and develop my skills. Um, first day, we're out meeting my guides. Like the first two are a little hazy for me. Like I'm getting stuff. Third one, I see clear as day, a shooting star go across right in front of me, left to right in my field of vision. And I tell her we're on the phone. And uh, and by the way, when I would be on these calls, my whoop would show 90 minutes of REM sleep. Um, but, uh, I would tell her and she's like, well, ask it to come back. And next thing I know, I feel it pushing me from my back and it just arches me up. Right. And then it slips off and it goes around and it turns around and starts coming at me. And you can see somebody on the front of it, like spread Eagle humanoid form. And then boom, right in my third eye, Arches my back. I'm up like, what the hell is going on right now? I'm completely sober guys. And then another one while I'm working with her, we went up to find my power animal, found a cave inside. It was a dragon dragon was guarding a treasure come to find out after talking the dragon for a little bit. And he lets me have it, that the treasure wasn't gold or anything physical. It was my power. And I get this channeled message that like came through, like my mouth was moving, I wasn't doing it. And it, uh, it came through that effectively that was my power and I had locked it away with him generation or lifetimes ago, mm-hmm. uh, in order to have to go and get it again.
1: So
2: mm-hmm. whoa.
1: <clears throat> Those are my magic.
2: magic
1: uh Oh, for real. Yeah. My goodness, y'all divine luminal light, bioluminescent beings that you are. Jess, I want to hear yours and I'll I'll hit that. I'll hit the
0: top. oh the- yeah. Oh uh-huh. I feel like I've had so many lately. Especially I'm going to top one right now is definitely the Bufo experience because like coming, like you just said, coming into that other reality, I'm going to say two, because one of them was also not on psychedelics. Um, So when I was in that, it was like, you're in it and you're out of it. Like I've had different people tell me different stories because I know a lot of people in Samra that have done Bufo. And I was like in and out. And when she was going around me, it's like, I've had this healing before. I have been here before. Like just this very strong knowing of being on the right path for the, like I've known it, but it was like in me throughout my whole body. Uh, and the things that were released in that session were so incredible and like things like i was like touching my body and like holy crap like i love you i love all of you and i'm so sorry and like forgive me and going into officially like loving myself at 38 okay, years I old have a,
3: that's amazing I, I have an honorable mention to share too like after okay. you're done i want to keep hearing this but i want to put that
0: out there okay um
3: finally loving yourself
0: yeah And like, I know I've been working on it. And like, I say this all the time and I do say this all the time, like dabbling in it. And it's like, stop dabbling and take fucking responsibility for your life, who you are and who you're showing up as. And I also finished reading the ultimate coach round two while I was driving through Costa Rica. So it's like, put yourself in it. And then it's like, who are you being? Who are you fucking being in this moment, in every moment? Who are you showing up at? So I was just like, whoo. So that's like, I am creating my reality. And since I've been home, I'm like, okay, like, let's go. And in, like being in uh, Aries, Aries season, I believe we are right now. Mm. Um, yeah, out of Pisces into Aries. And it's like, hit the ground, fucking running, like, let's go. So that's like my biggest one. And then also this year, the Vipassana that I did. Um, day six, meditation between 2.30 and three, I there's this thing in meditation called the benga, which is you become energy in meditation. So I got to experience this without anything, just sitting there in a silent room and it's completely dark and it's completely silent and you're surrounded by all of these other energies. And then my fingers started to tingle and it was just like what the fuck was that? When the meditation came back on to bring us back down, I had to go ask the teacher. Cause I was like, I have no idea what happened to me today. He's like, Oh, did you feel like you were energy? And I was like, yeah. He's like, Oh, that's called a benga. So I did it with meditation. And then two months later, I do it within a bufo ceremony, just becoming energy and embodying that we are all energy. And you reading, like you're writing your journal like that's just more confirmation that we are all one consciousness. So this, even this conversation, I'm like, oh, well, like you can't make this stuff up. Like,
2: yeah, one hundred percent. So good. That's amazing.
3: I love that. That I. There's there's levels of meditation, and like I know there's more out there, and like every time I crack a new one, it's like, like oh, this is so much fun right um, don't get attached there, no no right like you know alan watts talks about like it's all about knowing it's a game and playing it too mm. um you you talk about meditation and i wonder if i shared the last time i was on because like you are you're, you're sharing sparked a memory and like if we're gonna just dump all the magic moments here yep um, <laughs> when i was deep in meditation one time and i i had been seeing anubis and this was when i'm working with the intuitive like why am i seeing anubis and uh, then in this meditation came back again, more vivid than ever. And I reach out and I grab him. I'm like, what do you want? And he, he tries to move my arm and he can't. And then he st- I'm like, why am I overpowering the Egyptian god of death? And he starts laughing. And then my awareness flips outside of my astral body and I am Ra. So that was interesting. Um, but what, what you said about love, and mm. I want to drop this before my uh, you know, diagnosed ADD <laughs> kicks it to the curb. <laughs> love and DMT, my, my last journey, my, my third one, um, I went up and I felt like I was connected to the power grid of the universe. Like it was this power is what you tap into if you want to get anything done. And as I came back down, I find myself on the floor scooping back into me what you said about like scooping into your body and feeling your body like Mm -hmm. i I was like scooping and parts of like energetic parts of me back into me Mm -hmm. and i just start crying overcome with this bliss and gratitude and i realized that that power and what i was trying to scoop back into myself and what i was scooping back into myself was love
1: Mm -hmm.
0: So, Uh Uh oh
1: gosh that's so epic yo Chase, that book next level um, if you need anybody to like proofread it or, uh, yeah, send that <laughs> my way. And if you want, if you'd like a forward. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Let's
0: I'll on. be buying your book Love it. Thank you. for sure.
1: Cause I also have been inspired to write a book. So I got actually two in the burners. One, one that's like a novel or, you know, autobiography. There we go. Cause my life has been a fucking trip and a half. Holy shit. <sighs> right.
0: Pause. Pause. I have also been like thinking in the back of my head. I'm like, I know so many people that have written books, and like Chase, I'm in a mastermind with your sister right now, and she's writing her book. Uh, yep. And I'm just How about like, inspiration.
3: Write a book. She's at over novel length.
0: I know. And I'm just like, I know all these yeah. people. Like, why? Why are we not all writing books and sharing our stories? Like, paper is mm-hmm. the history, right?
1: Oh wait, we are, aren't we?
0: We are, we yeah, are yeah. the history, I'm, but like my book,
1: my
3: book's, my book's already written
0: in your journal there we my, go.
3: my book's already oh. written it's just yeah it's, i'm just waiting to come out of my hand it's been written though
0: do you want me written to send you the, a magic uh, pen,
3: <laughs> we'll send you a a magic pen. i just got to pull it out <laughs> like i'm going Here's to time block so you
0: give you hours in the day <laughs> to do
3: that.
1: <this. laughs> let's go get it that's written. super wild
0: okay back to you something uh, magic
1: yeah that's super wild because full circle you know pun intended with magic mm-hmm. ring being as we all are um and our toroidal like an apple our energy field being like an apple <laughs> um i'll start with the first story which was like my cosmic awakening cracking this egg open let's make an omelet um with your soul i was it was like seven eight years ago i was like living in albuquerque new mexico i love this story because it's so trippy And I was like selling coke and like tapped in with like cartel level density of darkness and just trippy shit. You know, I was having a blast, but, you know, very uh, adrenals spent and Mm -hmm. caught in the victim mentality and just self loathing. Um, Yeah, I fucking hated myself deep down because I didn't know who am I? What a deep question and so i eat a couple grams of psilocybin after like people owed me money i was like hit rock bottom and then send it even further into the pits of hell and i'm like all right connect with a couple grams of some beautiful albino cubensis and i like hug this tree now the tree long Mm -hmm. story short the tree pulls me in like star wars or like a tractor beam like (laughs) magnetic get over here mortal kombat and I just wrapped my arms around this tree and I'm like, I love you, Mother Earth. And legit, like, it was the first time I surrendered to my mm-hmm. soul, surrendered to myself, accepted all that I was. Lifetimes of just anchoring all of that I am into the now moment and experienced beyond bliss, like, every single positive experience you could ever imagine, times infinity. And I had like let go of this tree. It felt like I was getting beamed up by a UFO, like a light column around me. Now, mind you, at this time, I had no idea about like energy work or like mystics or like story work, like anything. I was just, you know, caught up in the cycles of perpetuating, numb myself out with my coping mechanisms. Let go of this tree. From that moment, everything fucking changed. Like, mm. I, I, run into you know magical beings would, books would fall off the shelves and like land in my hand as i'm like passing by them and like oh wow thanks mystic path to cosmic power where it's like a compendium of all these mystics across the entire globe Shout out all rely religions rely on and then the quest ion question mm. um <laughs> and so that was the with plant medicine and then the one that really was profound was I recently got my level two certification through this inner glow class, which is basically the art of like embodying your inner child and all that you are Mm -hmm. and letting your light shine by just breathing and being relaxed. What a concept and and telling yourself good or more empowering stories versus disempowering stories and ditching those ones, even though we can honor them, but detach from them and then attach to the good ones. And so I was, you know, doing the thing, just breathing, getting as relaxed as I can. And this is what inspired me to actually take a break from the plant teachers. I'm like sitting there and all of a sudden the entire room like morphs out and disappears because like there's this practice where you stare at yourself in the mirror, stare at your teacher and you get as relaxed as you possibly, or any being for that matter. And you get as relaxed as you possibly can and you just breathe. And breathe and focus mm-hmm. your attention your intention on a focal point like the particle in the wave pick a point in between boom and i'm like looking at my teacher his face shifts he turns into this lion being shifts from there to this like atlantean scientist shifts from there what I, what this ability is, is opening up and working out like a muscle my ability to see through the realms of myself of other beings and mind you no plant medicine i like Took a break mm-hmm. for the class.
2: Mm-hmm. And so I'm
1: just in my normal, you know, operating normal, quote unquote, operating normal consciousness. Real. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a diet. It's like, okay, what are we consuming? That's your friends and consciousness. Woo. And uh the room like disappears. Okay. Now I'm just like in this. And the wildest part is the more that I would attach to, oh, what am I feeling? Oh God, what is this? Oh, oh, whoa, it's all shifting. It would come back to mm-hmm. reality. But the more I would just let go of all of it, I'm just like, boom, the scene shifts and I'm inside this pyramid and I am Quetzalcoatl, which is like the feathered serpent dragon. Mm -hmm. And I'm just peeling away all of this layers and this snake skin of who I think I am. And then light is just rainbow, you know, iridescent, bioluminescent, opalescent light is just infusing into all that I am. And I'm in this pyramid, just like shedding away these layers of the quote unquote darkness or density, which is still light. I'm just walking around with a lantern. Like, let's be real lantern or laser beam (laughs) or the entire sun. And uh, yeah, that experience just blew my mind because I was able to like raise my energetic frequency to the exact frequency of let's call it cannabis, let's call it mushrooms, let's call it whatever the substance is we can access these things within ourselves We are mm-hmm. the psychedelic and that's what I was like whoa, I'm gonna like take a break and dive in and see how trippy I can get And mm-hmm. so I like, can like raise the energy frequency and the way I the way I like perceived it was before I would just blast like level three, which is like max it's like on 10 or 11. It probably goes up from there, but I just blast people with my beams and they're like, you know, I'd get adverse reactions from people. And that, and so I'm like, what's going on? Like are people not enjoying my light or what? And it's like, well, how would you like it if you're sleeping and somebody shines a high beam in your face, you know, some massive LEDs. So I'm like, oh, you know what I'm saying? If I bring that level three energy to the old lady who's just chilling and, you know, eating her, her lunch or breakfast or whatever, she might have a heart attack. Just because the energy is so high. And so it's like being able to match frequency. There's this line in the Tao. Know the white. Keep to the black. And be the pattern of your world.
2: Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah. It's important to. Yeah. This like all of us having experiences with and without psychedelics. Is like I think the most powerful part of this whole conversation. Because. Lots of people have that, you know, like, oh, it's illegal and oh, I'm doing something wrong. And why do you need the psychedelics? But this is a proof that you don't need it. Does it help you get to other levels? Absolutely. But it's not necessary. I have a theory. Okay.
3: It, it helps you get to other levels and uh, you have your level, right? And like most of us, the three of us on this call, our level is going up, right? Some Mm -hmm. people that's going sideways, let's let's say for sake of this reference, like, you know, we're, we're, we're steadily climbing three of us. Now, if you take psychedelics, that level is going to go way up. Here's the thing though, your level over time will always come to equilibrium. Mm. So if you go way up, you're going to come back down before you find your level again.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: So at least I know for myself, like a big dose of mushrooms, I'll go out there. But, and then my meditations, everything else, uh, less tapped in until I get back to equilibrium.
2: Um, mm. uh,
3: I mean, and it's like, okay, does it helps us get out there and see it and know where we want to climb to. And there's a definite, uh, slow season for me in mm-hmm. the, in the flow of things after a big experience.
1: Yeah, that's huge.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the big thing in uh in the vipassana is equanimity, and I just looked it up: mental calmness, composure, and evenness of temper, especially in a difficult situation. She accepted both mm-hmm. the good and the bad with equanimity.
1: Ooh, complete peace of mind.
0: Yeah, and it's like that's what I'm we're trying. all going, what we're all aiming for: like dealing with our shadows and accepting those parts of us. Oh, that was another thing in the Bufo too. I'm going to go back for a sec. Oh. My ADHD, here we go. <laughs> um, Because I've done ayahuasca three times and I purged the first time, but the second two, I didn't, or second, third, I didn't. And when I was in the Bufo, it was at the end of it, I'm like trying so hard to like purge out this thing and I'm coughing and I'm spitting. And um, the facilitator says to me, she's like, what if you stop trying to release it? And you accept it. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, you were a shitty person. You did some shitty things. Accept it. Love it. Embody it. And don't be that person anymore. Right? Let it go. It's okay. Yeah. We're all human. We all make mistakes. Like,
2: fuck.
1: (laughs) The soul's greatest addiction is to matter. Shout out, Paul Check. i'll
3: also say like on that note like yeah um there's a line to walk on you know uh, accepting what we did and, and learning from that and carrying better patterns forward and uh, i opened a book when we were in Virginia when dave and i were running our immersion and it was the great great minds of the eastern world in mm. this uh this Dallas that i first time hearing of them um he like his major tenets were all like you know, very like what you'd expect from a Taoist. And then the last one, hedonistic self-indulgence is a must.
1: Yes.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Oh, how was your immersion?
3: Oh,
0: oh you want to talk about magic? Like, how many yeah, days was I mean, it?
3: Uh, so it was started Thursday, wrap Sunday. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, uh, we're gonna go a day longer next time, and Mm. there was still a whole lot of energy moved. And when we kicked off Thursday with a session, two sessions Friday, two sessions Saturday, with only six people, you get five sessions in. Uh, first one was a prompt and some writing, talking. The next three, we worked what came up. Mm. Last one, we did a, a forward facing. And uh, it was very, very, very good uh, to the point. Like there was so much like, yeah, there's the, I was traveling. I, my sleep was, and there was so much energy moved. Like I got sick the next week. Like,
0: yeah, so,
3: mm, that was fun. <laughs>
0: yeah. Your body's like, and rest. <laughs>
3: uh, exactly. You uh, just did a lot and, of work. Like, and I even got an upgrade coming out of that. Even being a facilitator, like cool thing about this work it's regenerative so
0: yeah it's so beautiful yeah um remember last time i interviewed you chase and i wanted to talk to you about uh toxic masculinity
2: Mm. now that
0: i have two gentlemen on the call this is going to be like an hour and a half episode and that's okay because this is i feel like this is such an important topic right now with like everything that's going on in the world and my own experience with what i'm seeing even going back to costa rica being here it's like more and more people are waking up to what is actually going on and it's so powerful and it's so cool so two gentlemen on the call toxic masculinity what are your thoughts around bringing it in
3: i think there's a couple sides to it i think there's Mm -hmm. the uh Toxic masculinity that some guys still strive for is like masculinity, you know, grind, grind, grind Uh, I'm the alpha male. I'm super strong. Somebody take your daddy issues out on me so I can keep moving forward in life, please. Um, And then there's there's also, you know, and closer to the world that we walk in, there's also the guys out there that it, it, it can be easy to end up in toxic masculinity as like a healer or somebody who's in personal development. Yeah, it could be really easy to end up there because then you can get just as pious and up on your high horse as some of that, some of the you know over militant uh, zero emotion guys out there. You can start using your, you can weaponize your emotional intelligence. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, passive
1: aggressive island. Who wants mm-hmm. a ticket? <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, that's funny because um, I dived through that. Like I said, taking a break from the the cannabis. Cannabis is so like feminine and loving and like nurturing. Mm-hmm. I heard it like a warm blanket in a way. And um, by taking a break from that, my quote unquote toxic masculinity was just full sail. We're opening up. Let's go. Letting the Pandora's box of my shadows be released. Mm-hmm. And I found, okay, there there can be toxic masculinity, but there's also medicinal masculinity mm. and same for you know other for you know feminine force as well there can be you know challenging disintegrative that's how I like to think about it disintegrative masculinity or disintegrative femininity comparatively to you know integrative or expanding you know loving nurturing and what really comes through I think the most is like you were saying we're, we're on this this uh, path can be going up the mountain what is it one mountain many paths shut up mark gaffney legend and this idea of exactly where we are is perfectly beautiful and divine so it's like embody Mm -hmm. it, experience it right as soon as we if it's whatever not serving us anymore let that shit go like Mm -hmm. the buddha say Mm -hmm. and just as much as we can get you know, holy, holier than thou complexes and egregores and identifying with ourselves as whatever narcissistic tendencies or however we want to fucking dance with the label game of spells and words and squiggles and sounds. Mm-hmm. Um, there's this just as much as we can get addicted to releasing all these things. Oh, I'm releasing this and I'm not doing this anymore. That can be an addiction as well, too, because it's a circle and we're flowing in. It's like the snake eating its tail. And so what I've been diving into recently is like this idea of aspectology, where Mm. just as much as you can focus on releasing and disintegrating all these things that you don't want to be, negation, acknowledged, accepted, included, and transcended, (laughs) what if we co-create positive, quote unquote, positive, loving, nurturing aspects that we want to? So it's the conscious creation of all these different parts of ourselves, all that we are. Mm-hmm. And that is where I'm getting called to yeah, streamline, streamline that in for our base level of consciousness to comprehend. Cause yeah. that's really what we're doing all the time, right? There's an aspect of us who drives, who coaches, who teaches, who parents, who mm. is a friend, a lover, beloved, all the different ways. And it's like experience all of it. And then I think and know and understand that it can get to the level to where. I have aspects of me, like I always tell people, and this is uh, an open call to anybody. If you ever would like the water shaman to come and bless, you or your water. Invoke or evoke my name and my soul is there and spirit. (laughs) That's just one level and layer to it, you know, so much more expansive. We get to use our imagination. We're only limited by our imagination. That's it. You know the whole spiritual community and movement, all this stuff. It's imagination and breathing mm-hmm. and communicating effectively, like, mm-hmm. woo, and having fun while doing it.
0: Did you do ancestors yet, Samson? Yeah, you did.
1: Holy, oh.
2: yeah, we just-
1: <laughs> it was the wildest shit ever. Mm-hmm. And I say everything's the shit. Shout out Mark England, um, as everything is the shit. You know. And the biggest thing was the amount of stuff that came up. Mm. I mean, we were on the tail end of ancestors and my mom shows up, she's like living in a van and she shows up like a week before the thing ends. And I like, it was funny yeah. too. Cause I had just started my like fast and I was a week to my fast of the plant teachers and like all of this shadow material from growing up as a kid and like just all this stuff. And I finally told her, I'm like, listen, I love you so much, but like, you are parasitically sucking up my life force. Mm. (laughs) And like, to be able to say, I said it a lot nicer than that, but the idea, you know, just to get straightforward is like, you know, um, these relationships that we have had and the ability to like communicate, like, Hey, listen, like I'm honoring and building and, you know, connecting with all that I am. I get to be the father. I get to be the mother. I get to be the child for myself.
2: Mm. And
1: She took it really well. She was like, okay, yeah, I'll leave. Thanks for healing me. And, you know, she came and she was like super sick and stuff and then came and I was able to give her all these medicines and like get her a hotel room and like, here, just stop for a moment and breathe and relax. And then you can't stay here any longer. (laughs) It's been three days and you're siphoning my life force, (laughs) you know, victim entanglements. And that was, that was the greatest thing too, of doing the ancestor work and releasing all of our ancestors because that's really what releasing all of these things that don't serve us anymore and uh she probably told me like a month right when i started the ancestors she's like i am a victim okay because i'd be dropping all these nunchuck skills with her and stuff and i'm like okay well if you are that what's accurate you know are you always that way oh no you're not always that way well the truth is accurate so Mm. if you're always this certain way then okay but also if you're just oh A part of me has ADHD. Oh, so all of you doesn't have ADHD? Oh, so you are just a unique life form and bioluminescent being that is here to share your genius. Yes.
0: It feels like Chase has something to
2: say to that.
3: (laughs) I mean, there are a few different threads to pull on there and I'm like... um one thread that that I was going to pull on and I want to touch on is when we're talking about different aspects of ourselves and the, the masculine psyche, the masculine essence is much, much more broad than four archetypes could make it. And, Mm -hmm. um, that being said, King warrior, magician, lover. Yeah. Uh, It's a great book, relatively quick read. Um, and there's a lot of guys out there that are out of balance. You can look at those. And in one of those four areas, you can find where you can put more balance in.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, you know, and getting that dialed in, then it's going to be, you know, you, you can take, because again, toxic masculinity or immature masculinity,
1: mm. unhealed masculinity, wounded mm. masculinity. Love That's the that. big one right there.
0: Yeah. So. And you get to decide. I love it. So nice. many nuggets in this episode, you guys. Do you have any last words as we're at 90 minutes? <laughs>
3: um, pre-order my book.
0: It'll, pre-order will be Where do yeah. I do that? Is it Re- on your Instagram? Pre-order <laughs>
3: will be up soon. If I if I get if I get 10 pre-orders, then uh
0: you're an enlisted it'll, it'll done. Be out quicker. done. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> Just posted
2: in the like, mining network. If I,
3: if I get 20 pre-orders, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna go big with this. If I get 20 pre-orders, then uh each pre-order gets a signed copy.
0: In in Sign me <laughs> up. Where do I send my money? <laughs> yeah,
1: that's
0: <laughs> nice. Awesome, awesome, awesome. <laughs> Samson, any last words?
1: Yeah, you know, relax into your realization. Embody your mastery and love yourself. Mm. I mean, so simple love yourself. and breathe. breathe, breathe, like, come on, breathe, get to a river and just tap in to nature in any way you can. You know, the increase of AI and all this age of machines and uh, it's like, hey, we get to tap into our human genius, which mm-hmm. is the entire collection of the cosmos for billions of years within mm-hmm. our DNA. So like we, you don't need greed because you already have it all and you don't need doubt because you already know. Thanks, Ram Dass.
2: Amazing.
0: <laughs> My last word is that I love that we all got the memo to wear like some form of blue or teal today. <laughs> it's like we all, right. all have wow. a similar color. On.
3: <laughs> do we have, do we have a picture of this? Is-
0: um, I took one. Have- How about whatever. I'll take one more. Um,
3: evidence of the same colors,
0: evidence of the same colors. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Cause this, this was great. Thank you so much. You guys so many nuggets in here. Like you don't need psychedelics. You can hundred percent do all this stuff with meditation. Magic is literally reality. Reality is magic. Chase. Yeah, is
1: magic. <laughs> the voodoo
3: <laughs> voodoo.
0: Hold up, friends, before you go, hit that review button and give this episode a five star review. Share it on your social media and do not forget to tag me. I will repost you. Let's spread the magic. Also, 2023 is upon us. Are you tired of the stories that you're telling yourself? Do you want to create your dream life with that dream partner, that dream job? Create better relationships within your life. Good news. You have the opportunity to work with me in 2023. I am offering free workshops throughout the year. Keep your eye on my Instagram, in-person workshops, sound sessions, and one-on-one coaching. If you are interested in changing your life in 2023, send me an email through the link in my bio or find me on Instagram. Send me a DM. Let's make 2023 your best year yet. Until next time, ciao.